0: Good happy episode ten.
1: Episode ten, I feel so crazy, right?
0: I know. I don't know how we got to ten, but we did.
1: <laughs> Where has the time gone? Oh my gosh!
0: Well, no. So, for episode ten, let's do our special on breaking down in our own words what does it mean to be a millennial.
1: Ooh, that's a good topic. <laughs>
0: I can put the pressure on you first.
1: Too. Oh God, it's just a lot of pressure right there. So I think being a millennial, it's, it's it's very special, you know. A lot of the times people are like, yes, oh, you so millennials, blah, blah, blah. You guys don't know anything. But I feel like we are in a new age because everything we do is so digital. And we're the first, like, you know, generation to have such a digital upbringing. Um, and that kind of shows us that uh, we're special in our own unique way bring a lot to the table isn't that right we
0: do we, we, do. <laughs> we i think we're very tech savvy mm.
1: we're digital
0: savvy and we're gonna be um holding a huge um place in this new digital shift we are the digital shift because we are the generation in between we grew up with books, we grew up in a classroom with books, but I remember going into eighth grade and those smart boards started coming around. So we had the books, we had all of that. And then we also have and had the electronics in the classroom. So we kind of have the best of both worlds.
1: I know. I feel like us we're very because unlike a lot of the, the other millennials like the younger millennials they're like too young to understand like the days where we didn't have technology growing up and had to like go outside and just
0: right do they're normal
1: like, stuff so we got a little bit of best best of both worlds you know
0: exactly like though the millennials that are on the border of gen z are the ones that are they're a whole different game, I have to say. I remember I did a study and a project on Gen Z, and Gen Z is going, I don't, they're not better than millennials, I can say that, but they are very sufficient. My younger sister is Gen Z, and her grade, I mean, they're intellectually amazing. They're very smart. They know what they want, they know how to get it, and they're hard workers. I can see that problem with them is they want quick 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 that's why they're going to be another um, big placeholder in this whole digital movement because that's what they want they're not going to be reading these big books they don't want to get all their information from a article that's like five pages they want to watch a one minute video clip that summarizes all the main points their attention span is smaller. Millennials, on the other hand, could do both. Not to, you know, toot our own horn, but I think we can. Um, so I think what it means to be millennials is that we just, um, we know what we want. We work hard to get it. So the people that say we're lazy, it's like, mm. no, we just find faster ways to get it than you do. The ways we do it might not be traditional, but we're still going to get the same end product.
1: Ooh, that's deep. We work for what (laughs) we want and we get it. Yeah, It's so true, though, you know.
0: It really is because older people and older generations are like, well, how did you get it? I go, I got it. I just didn't do it the way you did. Don't get mad because I got there um, the same way you. We got the same result, but just we got it in different ways. You know what I'm saying? I think older generations are they're intimidated by millennials and what we have. I think that's really what it is.
1: that's true. So (laughs) (laughs) this is a deep conversation. I like it
0: really is. It turned deep really fast.
1: (laughs) So can you name um, something from your childhood that like a lot of child's child, a lot of children today don't get to experience, but that um, you were glad to be able to experience just in your youth?
0: Yes. Okay. I... Remember remember days of when we didn't have iPhones and we yeah. had the razors and the sidekicks and the text <laughs> messages. And honestly, sometimes I miss that. I mean, don't get me wrong. We use social media to our advantage with the work and with promoting our own podcast and, and everything and everything, you know. But I do miss the days where having a phone in my pocket or my purse wasn't like a worry on my mind or on my parents' mind. Or, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I do appreciate how technology has brought us all together in this advancement, but I'm glad I had a childhood where having a cell phone or having an Instagram or social media profile was not the hype. The hype was Club Penguin. The hype was... Oh, my gosh.
1: Remember a- Club you know, Penguin? You
0: know, AOL. Or... The days where, you know, your friend's mom would call the house to come see if you can hang out. I love those days, and I'm glad I had that as a child.
1: Oh, my um, gosh. I'm going to miss all that. <laughs> right? When I have my own kids one day, and they just, they're just on their iPhones all day. I'm yeah, just take and they it from just them. will go
0: hang out with their friends without asking you. Or, like, you know, it's – so I'm glad – I know. I'm sure you had that, too. I'm glad I had that as part of my childhood. Another thing – that I'm glad I had, um, part of my childhood was, uh, I mean, I still have them now, but I'm glad I was able to experience them as a child. I had amazing family vacations and it wasn't just like your typical family vacations to, you know, Florida or whatever. It was, I, we went to Mexico, we went overseas. It was nice. It was, and I thank my parents every day for that. I mean, I'm fortunate to still do family vacations, but it was as a child, it has instilled in me to always stay close with my family and having those memories even looking at the photos it's the best feeling and it's I thank my parents for that um so yeah those Mm. are two things as a child I'm glad I experienced and had but the most but my favorite one is just to know I grew up without the worry of like my phone or that tech that hype for technology or those profiles you know what i'm saying yeah we
1: don't have that to distract us and everything yeah
0: and i think that kind of gave us an advantage in our education and in school
1: it really did I, because I, I, it, it
0: made us focus on really what matters in after school activities in sports and like clubs you know what i'm saying and that you, doesn't happen anymore i i at least i don't believe it does
1: you know what also doesn't happen in schools like elementary. I'm learning these oh. days a lot of kids aren't learning how to read a clock because everything is on like their phone or digital that, I, now. I not people, know that. yeah, like a lot of people don't know how to tell time. If just ask like any like five six year old, like they're not gonna know how to. Most of them aren't gonna know that in schools because everything is just digital. You just look at your phone and be like, oh, it's too – two o'clock right now, um, and I'm not, this is so crazy. to
0: God, if I ever have a child and that bitch can't read a clock, <laughs> I'm sending her to boarding
1: school. Also it's cursive writing, like cursive handwriting oh, as well. I like cursive. a lot of people different. don't know how to, even people my age don't know how to write cursive. Do you know how to write cursive?
0: I do, and I'm kind of disappointed in myself because I had beautiful cursive handwriting. <laughs> and then when I got to high school, and, like, my teacher would put the notes up on the board and then would switch the slides so fast. I'm like, I can't do cursive anymore because it's not going to, like, I'm not going to get the notes down in time. So I would just scribble. And now my handwriting is basically gibberish and only I can read it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad. Oh, my god! really
0: sad, But I still do know how to do it if I had to do it. But I don't write in cursive anymore. Gotcha. So, but that's it. Um. Now, question for you. Top three favorite foods, but also top foods or snacks that you eat or, like, that you add on that most people don't know that you do? Like, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people, you know, like, I know a couple things of how I eat food that other people don't eat. food. So I want to know.
1: You said how I eat food? <laughs> not,
0: not, <laughs> not how you eat the food, but, like, are there any special um like for example, I'm weird like this. I dip my popcorn sometimes in barbecue sauce or hot sauce. Okay, or mm, I'll put.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, don't knock <laughs> diet. Or I'll um put. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'll put cream cheese on a pancake. Hmm. Okay, like stuff like that.
1: Okay. Do you
0: have any weird I, things? That
1: I put I put syrup on my bacon, but is that weird or is that normal? No, I don't I know. I love
0: syrup on my bacon.
1: <laughs> what else do I do that's weird? Oh, this is hard, data. Um
0: Maybe you're just not weird. It's okay may- to not be
1: weird. That, I think that's so true because, like, I'm already very, 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 very picky as it is, and like when okay. I uh, <laughs> when I do eat a certain type of food, I think I eat it normally. Like, pretty much everything I eat normally. Um, there has to be something that's unique, though, but I'm just very picky, though. Anyone who knows me knows I will not eat, like, half of these foods on this planet, more than half. And if you ask me, like, normal foods, if I ate it before, I probably haven't. That's how picky I am.
0: Oh, my God. I know. Isn't it that you don't – don't you eat something like a certain color of food that you won't eat? Is it, I know you won't you won't eat sushi, right? Uh, hell no, no. Exactly. I knew it was the
1: something. The thought of yeah. like raw fish is just ow, I barely like fish in the first place, but raw, nah.
0: It's honestly so good. Once this pan once this uh, this lockdown is lifted, we have to get you to try some good sushi.
1: Yeah, we should if if we ever start doing like video podcasts and have like recordings and everything. One day we're going to try it on camera, me eating sushi for the first time to see if I'm going to like it or vomit.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. That's true.
1: Well, I don't want
0: you to vomit, so I promise you it would be very good. (laughs) But moving on to a good – like, what are your, like, top three favorite foods, though? Like, your go-to – I mean, it could be, like, a place you go for takeouts. Or it could be when you're home and, like, you make food. It's, like, what is – or whatever you're craving. You're, like, this is my go-to, and I know it will never –
1: Oh, my yeah, – I could go on and on about this. All so. right. Well
0: you only get to pick okay. three.
1: So pick So my uh, – oh, this is so hard. There's so many mm-hmm. options. I love pastas, though. So, like, pasta with shrimp.
0: Um, ooh, shrimp scampi?
1: No, not shrimp scampi. It's more of, like – I don't know the type of pasta, but it's just, like, regular pasta. Shrimp. Like
0: a linguine?
1: yeah, like the the nice. cylinder type pasta, pasta.
0: The cylinder. Yeah, it's
1: like shaped pasta. like a cylinder. You know the it's like the regular penne. Pa- yeah, penne something.
0: Okay. So it's like it's called. <laughs> I think I know what you're on. It's
1: called Rasta pasta. Is what I can Ooh. eat all day, like mm-hmm. made from Jamaican type styles. Everything goes inside of it, and it's so good. I could eat that for days. I actually just had that for lunch today. Um, I oh, really? also could eat um, what else? Chinese food. I'm a major Chinese mm-hmm. food lover, but not like hardcore Chinese food because like there's so many options in so many different realms that. of that, but like, you know, the, the regular American Chinese food. <laughs> The basic
0: stuff. Oh, the Americanized Chinese food. <laughs> yeah.
1: That. It's so sad. I feel that. Um, I feel that. And then Jamaican food. I could eat Jamaican food all day. Like, have you ever yeah. tried, like, what's some? I guess you've tried, like, jerk chicken, like the regular stuff. But you.
0: I have tried jerk
1: chicken. Have so. you ever tried, like, oxtail?
0: Uh No, I <laughs> refuse. I don't think that's my cup of tea. <laughs> I don't.
1: You think have that's to food. try it, Data. Oh. Okay, so if I if I try sushi, you'll try the oxo.
0: Um, (laughs) maybe we can sit on that. We can sit. We can think about it. We can sulk. We can debate.
1: We'll talk about it.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely talk about it.
1: Oh gosh, Dana.
0: Um, I'm trying. How about you though? I'm trying to think. Okay, so. I love Middle Eastern, Mediterranean food. That will never fail me. But I'm picky about which Middle Eastern, Mediterranean food. I'm also picky about where I will get it from. Because I have very high standards um, of the food I put in. Chinese food, um, not so much. I'm more of a Thai person. I can eat Pad Thai all the time. Like, I love Pad Thai. Pad Thai, just like, it's my friend.
1: I never tried it. it. I I know I need to try it one of these days.
0: yeah, I think you would like it. Oh, and garlic chicken, like, is also part of Thai food, is so fire. And, obviously, I mean, Italian and pasta, someone pasta is, like, someone's, like, go-to. But my favorite, like, two places in the city is Don Angie, so fire. But then Lil Frankie's, I can probably eat that every day of my life. But I thank God for my um, metabolism and my um ability to self control mm. <laughs> because then I would be literally eating it every day and that would be a problem. It would be a big problem. Um, I'm trying to think. What Italian food that I've never been too hyped about but people love is chicken parm. I'm not a big chicken parm person. I am an eggplant parm person. I mm-hmm. think that's really good. Um yeah. Are you a dessert person?
1: I am Hardcore, uh, I could eat some nice chocolate, um, like cake, like, it has to be warmed up, and then with some yeah. nice cold ice cream with caramel on it. That's my go to. Um,
0: you know what New York is missing? Because you said you mentioned chocolate cake, and Portillo's in Chicago has some of the best chocolate cake there is. I mean, it's also known for their Italian beef, but. Their chocolate cake is. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can actually get it shipped. Really? But it's yeah, it's definitely something um, New York needs.
1: So I need to try that. Hey, that's so. Oh, you got me hungry, Dana.
0: I know. I'm trying to debate what I need to order myself for lunch. I'm like really struggling over here. But in other words, enough talking about food. Are you ready to break down? more important things of what's going on in the world
1: i'm ready i'm ready and let's start food
0: banks running out of food during this pandemic i mean the united states of america one of the greatest countries in the world does not have food for the people for their people Mm
1: -hmm. i
0: mean how is that okay
1: i mean the thing is it's not okay. It's crazy though. Like the amount of people Red right country. now in this country who are unable to provide for their families, eat, and even just have a meal on the table is crazy. Like that's something our country has always faced: of people who are just not able to have meals at the end of the day. But the numbers right now is just crazy. Like how many people this is affecting across the country?
0: I mean, I just. I mean it just baffles my mind that this can happen. I mean this is now going into they passed the second relief bill. So this new relief bill. And it's like, well where is the money going in the first place?
1: Yeah, because of the lot <laughs> crazy though because we were talking about the second one but there's so many people who actually need this first one who still didn't even get the first one yet So I, and then I there just... were
0: problems with you know people so I guess the stimulus checks and then there are problems with people with for the small businesses and it's like is anyone going to catch a break during this time I just read a New York Times article and uh, one of the one one of the best restaurants in New York had to close down you know they closed their you know and it's and um,
1: it's crazy people are just closing down everything and, and it's just only gonna get worse up
0: and that's someone's livelihood and that is just absolutely heartbreaking and you know this kind of shifts into uh, we had reported on how Sweden is kind of doing a different way of how to battle coronavirus and instead they are um, relying on their citizens. They're saying that they are banking on the responsibility of their citizens to maintain social distancing, to maintaining, you know, um, you know, the six feet apart wearing their masks. And So I they're not really they're enforcing so it, right? So good. What?
1: They're not really enforcing it. They're just kind of relying on the citizens. Just yeah, to... I
0: guess so. I mean, I know that they're enforcing laws, but a lot of it is, the hope of their citizens which i mean i get it but then again you can't compare sweden to the united states there's a, we're a larger country in many ways so do you think that summer is going to be a wash do you think that we shouldn't even like look in, oh, in june july and august
1: of course it's going to be summer 2021 though where it's going to be lit again but not summer <laughs> 2020 oh, uh, i say it's a wash i don't think i don't see any time I see the country reopening like later, and my guess if I I had to say like a number, it would be like July is when like most of uh, these non essential businesses are going to be open again. But when in terms of like actually having a fun summer doing stuff like going to the beach going to the clubs going going out to a concert stuff like that no that's I don't even think that's gonna happen this year like when that a vast amount of people are able to just like have fun in one space yeah we could forget the whole 2020 cancel 2020 <laughs> buy a merch if you did it already
0: I know cancel 2020 but I it's sad so what I mean, the I, I personally, I feel the month of March, even February, and now April, it's going to be May at the end of this week coming up. Can you believe it?
1: It's crazy. Like, this time has been flying.
0: My biggest fear, I know we had stated this before, is that there will be a second wave. I know in some cities already, some places have opened. But is that a smart idea? That's my biggest fear. If we move too quickly and people get carried away can there be a second spread? I know there's the antibody test that happened. My mother, um, she does work in uh, healthcare. So it was, you know, reasonable for her, of course, to get the antibody test. Thankfully, she did test negative, which means that my family with her at home tested negative, which is nice. But now, so what I can say, I think it would be smart if people... If um, some businesses, the non-essential businesses that had closed, if there's any way they can get the antibody test, and if they test negative, and you know the state sees uh, progress and progression in that, it would, mm-hmm. we can use that to our advantage so these non-essential businesses can start reopening and we can maybe get the economy boosting again. But at the same time, we don't wanna jeopardize the health and the lives of others. I know uh, our governor Cuomo had stated, you know, money, you can't put, you know, money on someone's life. Like, you can't. Like, money, yeah, that might be important, but someone's life is a lot more important than that.
1: Which is so sad for, like, you know, these governors in different states across the country who are reopening these states because they There's need to get their states. economy rolling back. But it's just sad that they're thinking about the money over lives, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean we're—I mean I believe our governor is great. I think he's been doing such a great job. Yeah, he needs
1: to, to run for president one day. Like, I don't know, <laughs> we'll because president.
0: we don't want to lose him, New Yorkers. We don't want to lose him. I mean, I'm speaking as a New Yorker, but I'm not even from New York. <laughs> How long? That—that's another thing we can talk about in our next episode. How long do you have to live in New York to consider to be your, a New Yorker? <laughs> yeah, exactly to consider yourself a New Yorker.
1: I say it's a. We'll talk about this in more in our next episode, but I say it's at least like five years.
0: Really? Oh, so I got a, I got a couple
1: more years. Yeah, you got some time. <laughs>
0: yeah, I got a more push. I got to push more people on the subway, I guess, and, be, and not say thank you sometimes.
1: <laughs> right.
0: It's hard for me. I'm just so used to someone holding their oh thing. I mean, that's just me, you know. I guess I'm not. I mean, whatever.
1: I know. But, me too. Like holding doors. Like forget about that. I <laughs> you know. Your... But I
0: think it, it made. I think that. Um, just already living in new york it's given me i mean i think you know not the two I hold, but i feel like i've always um i've always had tough skin like mm-hmm. thick skin not tough like thick skin and you know and i don't sugarcoat stuff i'll give it to you straight like i don't bullshit you know so but i think living here and being around people that are twenty four seven. That way, it's like wow, I really gotta up my asshole game. And that's gotta. <laughs> it
1: made it. you realize it, right?
0: Yeah, but I respect it because it just makes you a stronger person.
1: Mm, that's true. So, I, I, st- I started to realize like how New York has made me it has made me tougher. Like even when I go back to Philly and just visit family, they first of all, the first first thing they notice is how fast I walk. Apparently, New Yorkers walk fast. And oh, just...
0: I'm shoving people like people. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't. People are taking their time, and I'm like, why? I'm like,
1: come on, move your feet.
0: I I literally just don't understand. I'm like, can you please move? Like, we have, like keep going. <laughs> it it really it just blows my mind.
1: Oh gosh, New Yorkers, but. <laughs> Speaking outside of New York, though, you know there's a lot of stuff going on around the country, and not just in our country, but other countries as well, and if you have been following up with recent news, you may have heard that um, a lot of people are reporting that Kim Jong-un, he, um, some people are reporting that he's in a vegetative state at the moment, and there's other sources like TMZ who are reporting that he's dead, so how first of all just let me get your initial reaction about this news and just like how this makes you feel you know (laughs) not only are we dealing with coronavirus but we're dealing with this as well it's crazy
0: i mean it's i mean we can also go into leaders as well in leadership because this is a total side note but i can't even say a tbt but when our president mentioned how Clorox and Lysol, what is that? Kills coronavirus if you drink it or eat it. What did he say?
1: Uh, yeah, he said that it would be interesting to have um, a way to inject um How is that products? okay?
0: People are, <laughs> like, you know how stupid some people are? They're actually listening to that. People That's are dying that. not from coronavirus now, but because they're drinking bleach and Lysol. <laughs>
1: It's not funny, but it's 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 just crazy.
0: Come on. But going back to um, North Korea and its leader, I just read a headline and the article from Business Insider that said he hasn't been seen in two weeks.
1: Yeah, he's been in the hospital. I believe he had, like, some heart surgery or something Mm -hmm. of that nature, Um, and a lot of people are saying it didn't go good, and um, he hasn't woken up.
0: This is how—I mean, do you believe he's dead?
1: See, I don't know what to believe. Um, TMZ is the only source that is actually reporting that the man is dead, but— um, as we know like when it comes to tmz they're not a reliable news source but at the same time
0: no. they, they when really they report a death fast.
1: when they report a death um it's usually accurate there's a, obviously the most probably notable one is um kobe bryant like they were the first to report that and he actually ended up unfortunately passing away but yeah, then but there are they
0: got heat for that because they were put... i mean what, uh, wasn't it that um his wife Vanessa had found out from literally tmz before i mean that's so inhumane they didn't even consider her or his you know that's why you can't and then i mean they they couldn't do it it's just it's a that's a touchy subject so it it, really is
1: you can't mess with it too much no
0: i mean they want to be the first ones to get it out there and look they were the ones to get it out there but you know a family kind of was hurt at what cost exactly um but going back to that i think that he knowing that stayed in him and his leadership it can go two ways either he is dead and they just want to play a hoax on the rest of the world and say no, no no he's just you know who knows maybe he's been dead for like longer than ever maybe he's even does maybe he even has coronavirus but you know yes. no one knows that's one thing two or he can actually be so alive, and they're like prepared to do some crazy shit, because oh that's gosh. North Korea. You just never know with them.
1: It's conspiracy theory, know The conspiracy theory. It
0: is literally conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory. That's why when like people throw out articles saying or like headlines saying, "Oh, he hasn't been seen in two weeks." Oh you know he's in a horrible state because of that it's like okay so what the fuck in north korea is probably sitting there like he, he, he like this is what we want people to think when realistically we're actually doing all this shit together you know mm. but that's just me and my conspiracy theories. don't listen to me i know nothing
1: <laughs> who knows we're gonna save this this recording and we're gonna look back on it in like a month or two from now to see if you were right <laughs>
0: I know it scares me a little bit can you imagine if I was I mean now can you
1: imagine a month from, two from now like how different like this whole world is just gonna be like America and whole it's just gonna be (laughs)
0: yeah our new reality is gonna be masks everywhere like you know future song mask on mask off that's gonna be our life (laughs) (laughs) it's
1: gonna be our life for like three years
0: yeah I mean what can you do But um, stay tuned. We'll hit you up uh, next week, y'all, with some more breaking news. Um, Mm -hmm. Any tips, you know where to follow us and you know where to reach us. So listen in, stay safe, wash your hands, and make sure you wash um, and wear your masks.
1: Wear those masks and wash those hands. Can't say it better. You can. And we'll see you on episode 11, guys.
0: I know. Episode 11. Stay tuned.
1: Stay tuned. Have a good one. You too. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>